Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest Good morning, Edwin. Morning, Andrew. It's Monday, it's Text Talk. New week, new psalm, new excitement. And we're going to pick up where we left off at the end of Psalm 42 with a short little Psalm 43. Psalm 43. I'm going to read from the English Standard Version. Vindicate me, O God, and defend my cause against an ungodly people. From the deceitful and unjust man, deliver me. For you are the God in whom I take refuge. Why have you rejected me? Why do I go about mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? Send out your light and your truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling. Then I will go to the altar of God, to God my exceeding joy, and I will praise you with the lyre, O God my God. Why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. So we may have some new listeners today on Text Talk, and we're so glad that you joined us for the conversation. But if you're one of the regular Text Talkers, Edwin, what you just read sounds really familiar, particularly in verse 5. I just feel like we talked about it in our last episode, like last week. So this week is going to be a challenge. Yeah. It's a five-verse psalm. Uh Uh-huh. Two of the verses are the same as verses in the last psalm. That's what I was picking up on. So I, I don't know if we want to talk about verse 1 today and verse 2 tomorrow, verse 3 on Wednesday, or if we might take a little different approach. But yes, yes, by, yes. By different approach, you mean just replay some episodes from last we week? Did, okay, let's pull in last and, week's And go episodes. get some lunch? <laughs> hey, that's a plan. That's, that's a, plan. a plan. Let's do it. Uh, okay, so our joking aside, yes, this is very similar very to similar. Psalm 42. So similar, in fact, Mm -hmm. the general consensus among commenters and scholars is that 42 and 43 were originally a single psalm. Okay, so this is another verse of it, I guess. So you'd have two stanzas in Uh Psalm 42. Yeah. And one stanza in Psalm 43. Okay. This is... Intriguing to me because generally what we're saying is that the commenters and scholars believe whatever psalm we're reading was actually originally multiple psalms. Right. I mean, how many times have we said that? Some editor kind of pushed some together. There there have been so many psalms that we've gone through that because the beginning, there's like a a half that's on one topic and another half that's on a different topic, it seems, or taking a different approach. And they say, oh, this was originally two different psalms that have now for some reason been crammed together, and we're getting the exact opposite here. Sometimes we see that, sometimes we don't. But in this one, it's like, boy, it sure seems like it goes with Psalm 42. So the other time this happens is back in Psalm 9 and 10. Okay. If you remember back in Psalm 9 and 10, it was an acrostic even. Mm -hmm. And so the acrostic gets so far down the Hebrew alphabet, and then Psalm 9 ends, and then Psalm 10 picks it up with another one. And the intriguing thing there is that in the Greek version, which we call the Septuagint of Psalm 9 and 10, they actually do present it as one psalm, which then changes the numbering of all the psalms. So if anybody's going back to that Septuagint and we're reading Psalm 43 in in our English, they would see it as Psalm 42 in the Septuagint. So I hope I'm not uh, asking a bad question here. No bad questions. But in the Septuagint... Psalm 42 and 43 are independent psalms. I recognize the numbering is going to be different, but they're but independent. these two, yes, they are huh. kept separately, huh. kept separate in the Septuagint. There are 
some old Hebrew manuscripts that do have them as a single psalm. Okay. But the great majority do not. Mm-hmm. The great majority of manuscripts and versions keep them separate. I don't have a problem. I, I really don't. So it's, it's obviously not going to be an article of faith. It's not going to be a question <laughs> of salvation or dogmatic or doctrine that says these two psalms have to be considered as one or as separate. But I will say that I take the same approach to this that I do to those other ones. You know, when we when we look at those psalms where they're saying, ah, oh, these were two brought together. Yeah. I always ask the question, well, if they are so different mm-hmm. that you're certain they can't have been the same original psalm, why would any editor at any time have just manufactured them together as the same psalm? Right. It That's just a curious it makes choice. no sense. Very curious choice. So the what what seems to be more simple in those cases is just to say this was originally one psalm and so I need to figure out why it goes together. Yeah. I well, um, one of the things that I'm seeing here in Psalm 42 and Psalm 43, I think about the um, the the actual psalming of these, well, you know, liturgical congregational singing, or perhaps even in New Testament times when they would sing through the Psalter. One of the things that you look for is a recurring uh, stanza, a recurring phrase, because typically my understanding of how congregational singing would work is that you would have a single singer, a Levitical priest or maybe a brother in the congregation, to lead in the chant of uh, some of these uh, stanzas that are uh, individual, right, until you get to the recurring stanzas, and that's when all the congregation sings together those stanzas, okay? And so you have that here in Psalm 42 with the repetition of the stanza twice about why is my soul cast down, right? And mm-hmm. then that, that comes up again uh, in Psalm 43 in verse 5, and so I can see where this one is set up for that congregational refrain, congregational singing. All right. So in the side of these were originally one psalm, you've got the repeated refrain. Mm-hmm. You've got the fact, again, that it's not that refrain is not the only repetition in verse 2 of Psalm 43. Why do I go about mourning? Because for you, O God... Okay, let me just back up here. For you are the God in whom I take refuge. Why have you rejected me? Why do I go about mourning because of the oppression of my enemy? Which is very much a repeat of verse 9 and 42. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? So the the statement's Mm -hmm. a little different, but it's got the same meaning. Why do I go about mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? The same Mm -hmm. question. Mm -hmm. There's clearly some parallels. Again, there are some manuscripts that did treat them as a single psalm, yeah. and, and I understand that. So, But I ask the very similar question, as I do with those ones where they cram them together, if everything is so similar that we are just certain these had to be a single psalm, and we have no idea why they got separated, mm-hmm. I think the question I ask is, well, then why did any editor at any time decide it would be a good time, good reason to separate them yeah. into two different psalms? Maybe it's just these were two psalms. I can understand why a couple of manuscripts might take two separate psalms that are so similar and put them together. Yeah. I struggle with why any editor at any time would have taken a single psalm that is so clearly and so certainly thematically connected and take yeah. it apart. So what about this? Let me throw this out. Okay. Do you want to say something before I throw it out? I was going to throw something out too, but go Well, ahead. you go first. I've talked so much. <laughs> well, I was just thinking that even in uh, hymns and hymn writing today, when you study 
hymns and their histories, you will find, I mean, and this is so easy now with the internet, you can actually find different sets of lyrics under the same hymn title with the same music. People come along, they get adapted. Um, I guess one of the things that I wonder looking at these two Psalms with the common refrain of language is that maybe there was a, a son of Korah or someone later on moved to write another verse or a different verse. Well, I'm glad I let you throw that out. Yeah. That's what I was going to throw out. Oh, great minds. <laughs> I Yeah, it, it makes absolutely perfect sense for me to see that a psalm was written and someone comes along later and says, this psalm needs another stanza. Yeah. There needs to be more. And so this next psalm with the same theme, with the same refrain, is added, is written, maybe to complete it. And I think even the editors here are are trying to make that point. I did I did forget to include this in the arguments for why they might have been originally a psalm, and that is is that we're clearly in a set of psalms that are a collection of psalms by the sons of Korah. We saw that introduced uh, back in Psalm 42. Psalm 42 has that as a heading. That heading. Starting in Psalm 44, going through like 48 or 49, they're all sons of Korah psalms. So there's clearly a collection of sons of Korah psalms. 43 doesn't have the heading. Yeah, that's right. Which, well, lends itself to saying somewhere along the line, originally the heading was put at the top of the psalm, and then later the psalm was separated, and they didn't add another heading. Possible. Possible. Or maybe they're just recognizing these go together. Somebody wrote it later, son of Korah, completing the psalm. So, so let me throw this out. Here, here's, here's why I'm going through this. Whether it really was originally one psalm or whether there was the two stanza psalm that was a lament— Right. About dehydration and then drowning. And that calls us back to the deer panting for the water. And then, Psalm 42. Yeah. There we have two stanzas of lament. Mm-hmm. Now, whether it was originally one psalm together or someone later came along and said, I think this psalm needs another stanza. Mm-hmm. In Psalm 43, what we have is not lament. We have request. Okay. We have God do something about this. Okay. I don't want to get dogmatic, and I don't want to make a rule, and I don't want to claim that we're never allowed to just have a period of lament where we're just laying out our sorrow before God. I think we are allowed to do that, if for no other reason than we've got Psalm 88. Yeah. However, one of the things I really get from this is the prayer is not complete until there's actually a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> we we've got the lament. Got we've got confession. Here's what I, we, yeah, we've got lament. What I'm, we've got what I'm going through. We've got how hard it is. We've got I don't understand. But now in this third stanza, we have here's what I need, Lord. Please, please do this for me, Lord. Uh, vindicate me. Defend my cause. Deliver me. You're the God in whom I take refuge. We, we, we go back to our questions about why I don't understand it, but in Psalm 43, we actually get the request. Verse 3, send out your light and your truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling. Back in Psalm 42, it was all separation. It was all, I'm, I'm taken away. Yeah. And so now I'm, I'm begging you, Lord, bring me back. Lead me, guide me, vindicate, deliver, defend. The, the prayer wasn't complete until there was actually the prayer. No, I see that. I see that. In, in Psalm 42, there is the lament and the speaking about the enemies. And that gets followed up then by these breaks, the repeating stanzas of the self-talk. Why are you cast down, O my soul? Hope in God. And so he is encouraging himself not to give up on God. Twice 
in Psalm 42. But then Psalm 43, the voice changes and he's not talking to himself about hang on. Well, I mean, he does. He says at the end, but now it's like, what am I hanging on for? He's asking God to act. He's Mm -hmm. He's making the request. That goes hand in hand with the encouragement to keep his hope in God. And so we find this completed prayer, we find the request, At least the completed the, thought, right? We I mean, find the need for deliverance. I'm as I'm processing what we what what we've said here and what you we were saying a minute ago, I'm now going back to what you said about seeing this in a congregational type worship under the yeah. Old Testament, maybe the priest leading the first part of this, but then the whole group chanting the this final the, refrain. Yeah, the Levitical choir or what a what a powerful experience that might be to hear the leader mm-hmm. voice, mm-hmm. here's the kind of questions I have. Mm-hmm. But then it gets down to the point for all of us with one voice the to response, response and response. it's that self-talk. Why are you cast down? Mm-hmm. I've, I'm, I'm hearing this. The, the, the priest that's leading us mm-hmm. in this is voicing all of my yeah. concerns and all of my questions. But now what I'm saying to myself and to everyone around me don't be cast down, hope in God, which gets us back to the prayer that Psalm 43 really is, I am going to hope in God. And because I'm going to hope in God, I'm going to lay it at his feet. Yeah. I'm not just going to ask him why he's doing what he's doing. I'm going to ask him to fix it. It's incredible to think about that type of performance, uh, antiphotal type of performance. Well, we are so glad that uh, you've joined us for the beginning of our conversation on Psalm 43. Uh, Rate the podcast, share it with somebody. It means so much. Send us an email. Let us know what you're gaining from the text. Text talk at christiansmeethere.org. Text talk at christiansmeethere.org. Let's pray. Our great God and Father, we thank you, Lord, that we have this time to look at this psalm, to be encouraged in your word together, to consider, Father, how your people have sung to you and praised you. Father, for your righteousness, your might, and your glory. But even in times when we lament, even when times, Father, that there are doubts, we can bring those to you in prayer and in song. And we trust, Father, that you will hear us and that you will lead us. Truly, we hope in you all the day long. We pray, God, that you might go with us throughout this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.